Alright. How are you getting on? You well? You, you good? Do you enjoy... Uh, do you have a good banker? Yeah, yeah you're one letter off. <laughs> oh my god, you're one letter... I slid my... You can't see, but I slid my glasses down to the bridge of my nose and stared over the top to be like... Mm-hmm. Kind of in a suggestive kind of, you know, scolding kind of parent kind of... But I don't kind of know the vibe I'm going for. Kind of hot librarian as well as that, that kind of vibe. Um... But, um, yeah, I had a good bank holiday, if you know what I mean. Yeah, one letter off. <laughs> Again, I slid them down to the bottom of my nose. Uh, my glasses there. Um, there used to be this trick kids would do in school where it would be like, here, all right, say my dad is a banker, but kind of pull your mouth, i got to be specific on this, mouth cheeks apart, right? <laughs> I don't know why. You probably would assume I meant mouth cheeks. Um, but I have to specify sometimes, you know. You can be real fucking smack on the cheeks. Out of mouth cheeks, you know, if you ever have to say that you want. Anyway, the, I'm not talking about this now. I'm not talking about that. But the point is, you'd say, you have to say, um, my daddy is a banker while holding your cheek like that, you know. And what comes out is, my daddy's a wanker. And <laughs> you ended up calling your elbow a fucking wanker by pulling your cheek. And another one you would have to do would be, uh, say, uh, my dad works in a pirate ship. You'd have to say that. And pull your cheek. And you'd be like, okay, I will. And this kind of go, my daddy works in a pirate ship. <laughs> so now I've just said, and I don't mean this, dad. Please, if you're listening, I don't mean this. But I just said my dad is a wanker who works in a pile of shit. You know? There's a lot of tricks I used to do, kids. Um, kids are cruel. You know, there was one. There was one that was, you'd say. See, kids are always trying to trick you. Are you this or this? You know, and usually there's no way out. And the one I remember was someone would say to you, are you a Mars bar or a Snickers? And they're like, you know, I mean, how could how could it how could either one of these incriminate me? You know, but then the first thing you think is like, oh, nuts. Is it a nuts thing? Why would you know, that's the only difference I can hear, you know, uh, you know, or is it something to do with a planet? Am I a planet? Am I out of this world? Is this some, you know, <laughs> you know? But the, what you say is, they say, you're a Mars bar, you're a Snickers. You say, you know, all right, I'm a Mars. Uh, you've no nuts. Ah, oh, fuck. It means I'm acting like I'm a girl. Like I'm a girl, and that's bad, because it's the 90s. Um, and I'm a boy in a boys' school. And then you'd say, then someone else would ask you later on that day, and you'd be like, i got fucking wise to this now. When next time they ask me, I'm going to say Snickers. But like, are you a Mars bar or Snickers? Snickers. Ah, you love nuts. You know? So now... You know, I've outed myself as a nutless uh, gay man. Um, you know, just because I just because I am two different types of chocolate bar. <laughs> you know, but then the other side, yeah, the other the other one was you. Someone would say Mickey Mouse had a house. What number was it? And you'd say fifteen or something, and they'd be like, "Are you fifteen girlfriends?" You know, and if he said zero, he'd be like, "You've no girlfriends." It was all shit. Like, it's all cruel shit <laughs> that you just can't get away from. Um, but, yeah. My daddy lives in a pirate ship. So this, part, so this week's part is a bit different. Um, and it's a bit of a different format. This is not going to be the, the per, it's like a permanent change or anything like that. Um, this podcast will always remain me, chatting shite by myself, spiraling out of control. You can always rest on, on that. Um but I would like to every so often have guests on the pod. And I was kind of thinking, how do I just have a guest on the pod? And I was thinking, I love chatting on about geeky shit that I'm obsessed with. 
And there's varying degrees of geeky subcultures, you know. Like, you know, there's people who are obsessed with Twilight. There's people who are obsessed with Gundam and Dragon Ball. Uh, you know, there's people who are... Um, there's people who are mad into fucking trains, as we find out later on in this pot. Um, and as much as I like burning the ear off people about the things that I'm interested in, like Star Wars and, you know, comics and Marvel, um, I also do, believe it or not, like to have the ear absolutely burned off me by people who are mad into stuff. There's, I get a genuine ASMR from people who talk so emphatically about something they're really passionate about and really geeky about. So I decided to trial a new thing and have a guest on probably going to be once a month um on this main feed podcast uh where people will come on and they will talk to me and i will learn and i will have done my research as well about a topic that people are just obsessed about and kind of have an overall conversation about geekiness and kind of living in a kind of world now where we all kind of have these we all have these geek holes <laughs> we all have these geek holes that we kind of go down um and geek culture is you know it's just having a niche love for something that is on the kind of fringes you know that not everyone is obsessed with and you probably have something you listening to this right now have something in your youtube algorithm that you are a, you're the only person that probably looks at and you don't talk to your friends about could be skincare you could be a skincare geek you know you could just be mad into watching video essays about the matrix do you know what i mean you could be whatever it is there's something to you that you are obsessed about and everyone has and we kind of have them quite private so i want to talk about those things and i want to talk to them to, uh, about those things with some very fun friends that i have and my very fun fun front 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 <sighs> <laughs> My very fun friend Alison Spittle is the first guest on this, and she is talking about. I asked her what you want to talk about because she geeks out about a lot. She geeks out about just showbiz news from the noughties. She geeks out about uh, you know Barry from EastEnders. She geeks out about you know uh, drag. Um, she's uh, she has this fucking encyclopedic knowledge, even though she's never been to any of them, of these ridiculous like northern takeaways that she watches. This one one builder fella, retired builder, uh, review on YouTube. I think he's a builder. Um, and there's so many things but I asked her what was the things that she probably geeks out and has the biggest obsession with and she said the TV show Pointless and I'm like you know what I like Pointless I don't know enough about Pointless but I love trivia let's fucking talk about Pointless so that's what we did Um, so I hope you enjoy this chat with me and Alison Spittle about Pointless before we get on to that I want to thank this week's sponsor the Dubliner Irish Whiskey look I'm doing a cheeky collab on this podcast, me and Alison Spittle. But you want to see what the Dublin are doing right now with their cheeky collabs with Rascals Brewery. Let me tell you about this smoked stout they got. You ever go to a fancy cocktail bar and they make you like an old-fashioned and then they put it in like a weird kind of like uh, bell jar and they pump it full of smoke and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to my drink? I just want to drink it. I'm not trying to kill it. This isn't like the start of, of fucking The Rock with Nicolas Cage doing an autopsy. And or whatever happened, or dismantling a bomb and all the gas goes off. That's not what this is. I'm trying to have a drink. So look, skip all the pageantry, skip all the weird experimentations of putting a, a glass of a liquid in a fucking bell jar, <laughs> filling it full of smoke, uh, and just get a hint of it. That's what they're so good at, just having a little hint, adding to the taste, uh, and go to the DLD.com, get yourself some Dublin or Irish Whiskey Smoke Stout Beer Cask Edition. There's less than 2,000 of them. Fantastic gift for Father's Day coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and thank you very much, Dubliner, for fostering the arts 
by sponsoring this podcast. But look, let's move on to geeking out about Pointless with Alison Spittle. Now, I haven't thought of a name for this pod, or at least this kind of guest once a month version of the pod. It'll either be called Geeking Out, it'll either be called Super Geek, or Teach Me Niche was a suggestion from associate producer to Pod Ben Clifford. It's, it's so awful, it might just work. Um, but I think I'm going to start calling it Geek Hole. Uh, so this episode of Geek Hole with Alison Spittle talking about Pointless on, of course, the Tony Cantwell shit show. I can't believe this part. The Tony Cantwell shit show. I'm here geeking out, Alison Spittle. Alison, how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so good. We had a great pre-talk there. I have to say. Oh, we did. But... It might even. It might. It might have even made it in already, Whoa. depending oh. on the quality to follow. We could be like. <laughs> <laughs> we could be like what it is, but you know, is it on? And we started. Are we yeah, started? Yeah, we started. This is how we do oh, it, man. Man, you want to have a toke of one of these, bro? <laughs> Yeah, you ever do DMT? I'd love to be on the Joe <laughs> Rogan show. Because I, I feel like I'd agree with everything he said out of politeness and oh, I'd destroy God. my own career. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I suppose they aren't really women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's great to be here, Joe. Like, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Uh, my favorite thing to do, my favorite episodes of the Joe Rogan show are like when the mid-level comedians go on and they're just sucking his dick. Oh, they're God, just like, big time. He can be sick. I think he does to troll them i think he says out there mad things just yeah. to get someone you know who's headlining a new york comedy club go yeah joe yeah you know it's like, just i think he, i think he's had um it wasn't maybe it was a whitney cummings uh who who's who's on it nick or nicky glazer i think nicky glazer yeah nicky yeah, glazer's yeah. been on and he's pretty much been like you know Women are fucking shit. She's like, I know. <laughs> you know? I like, oh, Nikki, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I'm glad to be on your podcast because I feel like this vibe, it'll be a different vibe, won't it? Totally. Well, look, the, yeah. the, the topic of this, because, you know, we geek out a lot on things like we've a shared mm. love of of drag um, yes. and, you know, um, kind of TV and I think kind of like naughty's kind of like showbiz Brit showbiz kind of things I've been looking back on some like photos of like Garrett Gates yeah. and Jordan and I'm like I can't believe this was the A-list it, the pinnacle the pinnacle, <laughs> the pinnacle of people it yeah. really was and like uh, I used to read a lot of like maybe I should have put this from my geeking out thing but I, when I was back. a teenager I used to read a lot of autobiographies by C-list celebrities so Chantel <laughs> Yeah, I've read her one. Uh, Does it start with "I walked in Big Brother House" and (laughs) she 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 dedicates a whole chapter to her falling out with her mates in secondary school? I was like, Chantel, you haven't lived. Like you know, like I don't even remember the names of the people I fell out with in secondary school. You know, (laughs) but you probably would at some. This is fucking definitely going in. You know, this breakfast is going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you nickname me that? Yeah. I'll get back at you. But um, yeah, a lot of the kind of uh, like there's a lot of stuff when you do stuff on your podcast, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel very passionately about that, but I could never do it now because I don't want to copy Tony. But we have a shared, uh, inch, I think like uh, chat rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, I used yeah, to do them a lot. Like, yeah. 
MSN Messenger and uh, Teen Chat. I used to go to Teen Chat <laughs> yeah. a lot. Do you remember that? You yeah, didn't but like to... now looking back at Teen Chat, it's only it's only appealing to one, <laughs> to one type of person. <laughs> Pedophile. Pedophile. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> yeah. That are not that are not teens. There's I no genuinely... teen is like I'm here as a teen in teen apart from us, of course. Yeah, and I kind of didn't mind if I talked to a nonce because I was like, uh, it was like being in a shark cage. You know, yeah. you're looking around, you're like. <laughs> You're, you're a danger to me, but you can't get me here. I'm in my sitting room. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, you know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I could go into like a Scientology thing and like so not be, you know, like I could go on a teen chat room and not be groomed. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, what? what was wrong with me? Like, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my leg. Nothing else. Like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, hang on now. Why have I sent him that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> It started off like, like cruel intentions. You have wonderful legs. I'd love to photograph them. Being like, really? My yeah. You you watch like, you know, uh, uh, Carnation Street at the time, Sarah Lou. She got pregnant, but then she also met a fella she met off a chat room. Like, you mm, know, yeah. mad joke. And I was watching that. I was like, Sarah, you never meet them. I don't know what you're doing, Sarah. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> you've broken the number one rule of a teen chat hangout. <laughs> And then it's meeting the person, you know? I used to, well, I, I did this thing. I think, I, I don't know if I told you this before, but like there was this really mm. like hot guy and he was, everyone called him like fairy boy. And uh, all the girls were just so obsessed with him that I was like, oh, fucking, you know, just like jealous, like seething with jealousy because yeah. all, it's all my, my friends who were girls would talk about. So like I added him on MySpace and pretended to be a woman. Oh, Tony, you did not tell me this. I, what? I, I pretended to be a woman. And you know what? He could have, he was nothing short of chivalrous. <laughs> And a gentleman, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't coax the creep out of him. And he was just like, no. "Oh, you seem really cool. Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind, you know, meeting up." And then eventually, I was like, "Yeah, meet meet up with me." And then I, I'd meet up with me in Stevens Green. And then I was there in Stevens Green, looking at him, and he, he walked in, <laughs> spun on his heels, and then left. It <laughs> <laughs> was some good That's... sleuthing from me. That was very good. Yeah, yeah. like. What what you wanted? You just wanted him to creep out and then like tell your tell your friends. Yeah, kind of vibe? Uh, yeah, just uh, maybe not even tell them because they would have been. I mean, I never told them this. I told yes. them one other lad, um, <laughs> which was like it was a private thing. It's not even like it was. <laughs> it's not even like it was a thing. I was telling everyone, wait, you see, you know, and then. Uh, yeah, so there was no real payoff, and I, yeah, if I, I couldn't have been like, oh yeah, the, you know that guy you like? Well, I, I pretended to be a woman, and I entrapped him. The only thing that stopped me from catfishing people was my the lack of access to public transport. It was just never sure. a possibility for my mum is not going to drive me, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, okay, to... here we are. I'm staying in the car. Um, yes. There he is, and drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it, mum. <laughs> what did he do? Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> laughing on the way home. Yes, yes. So, um, so geeking out, I would have to go through my whole like history of what I would consider. I I was yeah, like, um, I was very out outgoing. Um, I kind of saw being clever as like a a good thing. Do you know Great. when I was young? And then I moved. So I moved around loads, uh, and I was so used to hanging out with adults i never really had child friends when i was a child like my first best friend was a fella called brett 
who was like 36 from New Zealand. He worked with my dad. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I named my fish after him and stuff. And he was just, you know, so, uh, just a just a fella that worked with my dad that said hello occasionally. I was like, this is my best friend. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and then like, um, I moved to Ireland. And my dad had a car crash and we ended up in a council estate, which is grand. Life is good. But um, they, I, 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 my first day in the estate, I was used to making friends by getting a bag of sweets and sharing them and then making conversation. Aww. So I so I had a packet of travel dimes, little little tiny dime bars that you got yeah. from the from the from the airport. And I came in, I was like, oh, hi, my name is Alison. Uh here's some divers. And they go, shut the fuck up. And they slapped the dimes out of my hand. And it's like a rural estate. Like we're grand now, but like, you know. They did. They Holy like shit. lads would hit women. There would be no like in the in the rules of the playground. Like there was no like you know. I was literally um, talking about that. There was a guy around my like the estate who like you know he was you know he was he was known. That was his whole thing. Like he hits <laughs> he hits women. He doesn't like he got to stay away from that guy. He hits women. You know. Yeah. There's no you know he's no chivalry. No. Um But like a thing I used to remember is like uh, I used to read uh, Encyclopedia Britannica books that was my big thing oh nice and uh, I used to be mad into trivia mad into like putting on my hand and getting up uh, the answers right and stuff like that and then like uh, I, I used to also I used to have an incredibly large vocabulary as a child I used yeah. to say stuff like that's diabolical like you know about like crispy pancakes or whatever like I'd be like <laughs> crispy pancake is diabolical yeah. and um and i was kind of like i was encouraged i was encouraged by uh the people in my state and actually one teacher to like just shut up and not like you know you know just just stop pretending you're so clever and stuff like that and i was like cool oh, and um i know jesus this is not the type of podcast but but basically i pushed all of my i then didn't want to do well at school because that wasn't getting me any like social kudos or anything like that. And, you know, I was living in the there and now. Yeah. Um, but I really got into quizzing. Yeah. So I'm re- I have very bad exams, results of everything. <laughs> like my junior cert, my leaving cert, absolute stink. But I am very good at quizzes and like very into trivia. Yeah. Very, very into, very into like pop trivia as well of the mid 2000s and stuff. Lo- um, I love I love trivia. We're a fam. We're, we're kind of, I kind of married into a very trivia family. Like you know, oh, my, really? my, my father-in-law will just my father-in-law will just say something like, "Do you know why they have, they have we'll be walking by somewhere? Do you know why there's a hole in that bridge? Like there's a couple of holes in these bridge. In fact, this is an interesting bit of trivia. In yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Dublin bridges, right? Um, you might be actually all over Ireland, but bridges that have to kind of like like over rivers and stuff like that and really old bridges you might see this kind of like burrowed out holes at first we were like oh it must be irrigation must be there you know erosion apparently there's loads of holes in bridges like stone bridges all over ireland because they thought that if the nazis took over ireland they might have to blow all the bridges there are dynamite holes in all the bridges around ireland in case they have to just, just ready just ready For- just in case our oh, nazis are here i get the dynamite in the holes we already have the holes <laughs> You know, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's, I, I'm a, I'm a big, big trivia nut. That's that. Yeah, like history trivia, I love as well. Uh, mm. Local history. Yeah. Like um, where I'm living now in London, there were four pubs: um, the Edinburgh Castle, the Pembroke Castle, 
Dub- the Dublin Castle, which Madness played their first gig at. It's pretty cool. That's cool. And isn't it? And Windsor yeah. Castle, which no longer exists, right? But those four pubs were set up like in the Victorian times because Welsh people, Scottish people, and Irish people and English people would get drunk and fight each other. So they made these like four separate pubs. And they're they're like they're like very far away from each other as well to kind of like segregate the wow. workers. Isn't that so cool? Do you know what I love? Is that probably there were probably Paddy Englishmen, Irishmen, Scotsmen, and Welshmen jokes, and they were all yes. probably the different protagonists all being told at the same time, you know? Totally, totally <laughs> in the pubs. In you the could pubs, probably yeah. like go from each different pub and then hear yeah. the same punchline from a different protagonist. But yeah. um so like um yeah, I was the the first quiz I did was probably like a credit union quiz. <laughs> and uh the credit union kids quiz. We have a team of three others and we we were just bad. And I really, you, you get a good lesson of that. You know, you've got to keep up with your like, you got to know who the minister for finance is. Sure. Yeah. You got to, yeah. you got to look at the papers that week. You got to have an eye on like, you know, what's going on. Cause they'll ask you like a question about the recent past that will never be kept in a quiz. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it's never information you need to keep on so like i i learned the hard way with that one like as well as that like i, I wouldn't like to repeat what we said in the photo round about people you know <laughs> for kids <laughs> but uh well can i ask just, i haven't done table quizzes since you were a kid and being good at them yes outside yes. of knowing trivia is there any kind of performance or behavioral things because sometimes i find is that the answer or am i overthinking it you know and not knowing whether to actually commit to that you know um you know, yes. I often find as well that when a lot of people are saying a lot of things and they haven't fully thought, then it's confusing the whole team. Are there any kind of behavioral mm-hmm. kind of performance things that you that you do or you notice in a good quiz team? I've lost my confidence as I've got older because I've been wrong. Do you know where I've been <laughs> yeah. so sure I've been right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm leaving this table unless you put down like that, you know. <laughs> Four yeah, four non-blondes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I'm gone. Like, there's no yeah. point. Or like, um, uh, yeah, with the, with the quiz, and I suppose I'm very competitive and I try to, like, keep that back because that's not a likable quality in anyone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And people laugh at me at how, because I'm short and stuff like that. They get, they laugh at how angry, like, my, my whole body feels fizzes with rage. Yeah. And yeah. I can't, like, you know, I can't stand not winning. Like, and even if there's a team that's overly winning, I then uh, like make up stories about their personal life in my head. Like, you know, you look at the team winning, you're like, fuck you. You know what I mean? You beat dogs or whatever. I seem to have to always find a balance with someone having something I don't have, with them having some sort of medical disability that I don't know about, or or, or that something is happening. Like, it could be anything. And then I just forget. But then, and it's only recently I'm like, no, they're fine. They're probably nice people. They get to have that. I know. I still, I'm like, I'm honest to God, Tony, I'm getting hypnotherapy at the moment to try and like sort that out for wow. me. Because <laughs> it's like the amount of energy you spend is like so elaborate on the backstory that you put for this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it really like, is big time. But it's, oh. it's, it's kind of a coping thing where it's kind of like, you know, I'm not going to get angry about it because I have empathy for this made up thing. <laughs> Yes. I, you know for them and i'm actually sorry for them i actually feel sorry yes. for them. but my i think i think the competitiveness comes from like uh my dad my dad is an incredibly competitive man yeah i remember like uh i mean this doesn't paint him in a great like this is the worst story i have about my dad so like you know if you're thinking about this you're like jesus this well, is the worst and story. i've heard a few i know <laughs> oh yeah um well like 
so we were playing a game uh, for Christmas one year and dad was losing very badly and he was convinced that I was cheating because I was a child. I couldn't be beating him at this. We were, um, we were playing a game of, you know, frustration. Do you remember that game? Oh, frustration? Yeah. Very frustrating. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> well, it was so frustrating that dad got his arm and he swept the whole the whole board game against the wall and ra- <laughs> just ran out of the room. <laughs> and destroyed <laughs> like, Jesus Christ and he came back and he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry like <laughs> he just could not or or there was another time and this is because of both of our personalities and the competitiveness I was playing a uh, pitch and put against him and he was beating me he never he never lets you win. like he'll never like play nicely to let the kid win which I respect now yeah, yeah but at the time I, I was that. like I was like, Dad, like, please just let me, you know what I mean? He was, he was doing pitch and button. He was doing it perfect. And uh, he hit the, he hit the golf club. He hit the golf ball over a lake. Mm. And we had to walk around the lake to go find his ball. And my, my ball went straight into the lake. So I was mad at this point. But um, I saw his ball and I stood on the ball. So it went sunk down more into the ground so he couldn't find it. Yeah. And I was like, Dad, Dad, it's definitely got into like the lake, like, you know. And he's like, No, it hasn't, no, it hasn't. And then like he got that frustrated that he got the 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 putter and he just swung his arm around and threw the putter straight into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just standing there and he's like, Oh, the my deposit's gone. Allison, what? And he he found the ball and he knew that I had done that and like and then I had to go and pretend that I put the butter into the lake because I was a child. You're a child. I was like, I threw it into the lake. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how competitive my dad is. So that's like that's like definitely a part of my competitive nature. Is that kind of thing. That is fascinating. So you're so you are so you're someone. It's like it's amazing. I I had no idea this is where it was going to go with pointless. In the fact that this is something that you knew you had a talent for, you had yes. pride in. You were yes. told that you could not have pride in your smarts, in your love yes. of trivia, and but also genetically, you are a very highly <laughs> competitive person, and behaviorally, like to the point of to the point of despising and fabricating false realities about other people. Absolutely, and like so. With but what I love about pointless and what. Uh, makes it stand above every other quiz show. I don't think as well that I've had a love for a quiz show like I've had for Pointless. Yeah. Um. There's nothing. Maybe like uh, what was it called? To- was it Total Wipeout presented by Bob Monkhouse? Oh yeah. In the late nineties. I only really like that because he looked like my granddad, and I've just had some sort of like duck, like love for Bob Monkhouse. But yeah. um, yeah. With Pointless, it's not just getting the answer right. It's getting the answer right with a niche answer yeah it's it's really digging in it's not about speed i'm not great with speed like it wouldn't no, i wouldn't do I'm not well good with speed no but and i would be good over ruin it over and it's so it. it's so satisfying the 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 countdown is so oh. satisfying it's like, and it's like it's exciting but not too exciting <laughs> it's yeah it's incredible it's incredible like uh just the whole the whole setup of it as well um i i went to see it live yeah, and it's incredible life. It's it's like <laughs> it's like it, slain. You two with slain kind of vibes. But I swear, I swear, like so me, my pointless for me is like my so me and my boyfriend got together because we both like pointless. Yeah. He said he fell in love with me when I said that I DVR pointless, right? And he was Oof. like, This is the woman for me, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And like I have the pointless board games of all the books, all that kind of thing. Um, and I, I remember 
I, I had to stop playing pointless on my birthday with friends because I got quite angry because <laughs> I got <laughs> I got knocked I'm sorry, out. I'm sorry, I'm like, sorry. Yes, <laughs> I got knocked out on the cricket, and I think it was cricket that I got knocked out on. So I didn't get through to the final, but the final was uh, Sugar Babes singles, and I was like, I'm being fucking trolled here. Like oh, this is a disgrace. My God. This is a disgrace. You know, New Year. That's what I would have went for. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and these people couldn't even name Freak Like You. I, freak Like Me, I was just, like, disgusted. Oh. Um, so, like, yeah, I was seeing it live. I went to see it like So me and my first boyfriend's first holiday, we went to London to go to go watch it. And people were like, oh, why are you in wow. London? Are you gigging or anything like that? We're like, no, we're going to watch a Pointless live. And they're like... <laughs> This this man honestly looked at us and then shook his head. Oh, okay. And just like continued on with this conversation. But like, you know, it was it was it was the best weekend of my life because it was like it was something that me and my partner really liked doing. And that also just so pure. It was it's the purest love. So it genuinely awesome. is. Yeah. And I didn't and um the more I kind of like oh, as well as you know, it was really funny. In the audience, the the comedian warm up guy. There's a warm up guy when you're watching these. It's I would fully recommend going to a, a TV show that you love watching. It's very long, but you know you get you get a warm up comedian. They do a bit of comedy, and you're you're watching. Pointless, I could get. I've I've been yes. to I've been to other kind of like TV TV tapings before. I went to a, a loose women one before when I lived in <gasps> London. No. Well, I got I got into the queue, right? I got into the queue, and then like I was kind of separated from my work friends. Um, and sorry to interrupt, but I do want to hear the more. No, Tony, I want to hear this. You were separate, so you were sitting on your own. So I was about to be sat on my own, and then there was like there was with this woman, and she was kind of like, "Do you know the drawing from Titanic that Jack draws of the woman who comes to the like the the bar with all the jewelry? You know, the hate me like one of your French girls. Yeah, that like one. French, yeah. yeah, but you know the one who's like, you know, her name was Madame whatever. She used oh. to come here and wear all of her jewels, and you know." <laughs> It was a woman like that, like with a big, you know, kind of um, Julia Roberts and Michael Collins kind of hat, kind of like. And I was like, this is weird. Like literally something like 1920s and like loads of jewelry. And she was like, she goes, um, 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 and I was like, oh, are we? Uh, um, are you here? Because I got chatting. Are you here on your own? She goes like, no, I came here with my best friend. And I'm like, oh wow. Um, and she goes, yeah, it's her birthday today. Oh and, my god. And I'm like, oh well, you know, tell her. Um, Tell her when you see her, I said, happy birthday. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. And she goes like, uh, I'd love to, but she died. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fucking out. I'm out of here. I'm not sitting. <laughs> and I left. And, and I left. And I was watching my mates on Loose Women. And I cut to the crowd. There's like a big, big empty space <laughs> in the front. <laughs> so I didn't end up going in. Um, you made the right decision. <laughs> I think so, yeah, you know. But I mean, spiritually, yes. But we're not on that level yet. But I was kind of, I kind of got the vibe being like, "Oh, what are you here? Like, me and my boyfriend just love pointless. We came here as a date." <laughs> or I'm just gonna say, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, yeah, because it does feel like, it does feel like a very voyeuristic thing to do. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna like, I don't know, give someone a hand job in public, you do it in the pointless audience. <laughs> <laughs> Coffin like your man on he wants Billy Millionaire. And tell us about the experience. The experience was that we had to pay for uh I didn't realise how far out Elstree was outside of London. I think it's Elstree. Yeah. It was it was very far out. 
Um, we had to get a taxi because we missed a train and it cost us silly money. Got there anyway. Sat in and uh, the warm-up guy was like, okay, so who's come from the furthest? Anyone? Where have we got? You know, and I, at this point, I was just so excited and so oh, happy God, yeah. to be there. I put my hand. And I was so used to having this conversation over the weekend. And I was like, I know. I've made an effort. So I put up my hand. Yeah. Like, Ireland. We've come from Ireland. And he's like, all right, yeah, cool. So you're from Ireland and you're living here. No, no, no. We specifically... <laughs> We flew over to go to watch Pointless Live. And this man is just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I felt like we were being treated. You know, he was just couldn't believe that yeah. someone would go for that effort. And then he, then Richard Osman came up on stage and he's <gasps> like, you know, doing his bits and bobs and he's there beside the laptop. And the, the comedian went over and he's like, Richard, Richard, there's a couple here that's come all the way over from Ireland. <gasps> Just to see Pointless. Come over all the way over to see you. What? And, he, and then he looked at him and he went, all right, yeah. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and I was like, this is incredible. This is incredible. <laughs> he did not give a shit. Like, it was not. <laughs> like, oh, my God. He can't believe he came. His big lanky head leaning over. <laughs> What's your, what's your name? Um, you know, big long hand coming out like some fucking Willy Wonka oh, thing. Like, yeah, he could have reached out from the table straight <laughs> yeah. to the audience. But um, yeah, he it, it was not it was not of interest to him that day. Yes, it was not like. Uh, and I I was pressuring my granddad at that time. He had an English address. I lived in Ireland. I was like, let's go on together. You know, I just really want to go on pointless. And um, it kind of like it's never happened for me, but um. So what I watched, right, it's super rare at that time to watch anyone win pointless. Like the trophy, yeah, the trophy yeah, yeah. is tiny. I have I have a lot of stand-up comedian friends who are on pointless celebrities now. And I'm just like, that's the only thing I give a shit about. Yeah. I don't care if they've been on like, they're like, oh, my God, I've just been on live with the Apollo. I'm like, OK, can you show me your trophy, please? Like, I just, <laughs> wow. I don't care. Yeah, um, so here's a bit of pointless trivia for you. Uh, the trophy oh, is only the trophy is only uh, five inches tall. Yes, it's only five inches tall, but does yeah. that make it hilarious? Yeah, because it looks like, massive in the thing, like bottom bar. Yeah. It's so it's so big. Um, yeah, the the trophy is tiny. Um, being there as well, we watched um two two different teams win pointless. He, they did they filmed two shows in one session. Oh, cool! So it's pretty cool, and we watched two different teams win pointless, but. With, and this is, I think this is rare, uh, three separate pointless answers. So I never saw any, in the final round, I didn't see any uh, answer that was a point or more. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like, we were like, we were like, it's like, like we'd gone to, yeah, like we, we, it felt like watching Ronaldo. Like, you know, <laughs> it was just beautiful football in our yeah. heads. It's just look at this guy. He's a professional better. Like, you know, yeah. he's going to win. Um, also, there was a round uh, famous people with the uh, initials JC. So, you know, like Jesus Christ, Jeremy sure. Corbyn, that oh, kind yeah, of thing. It was a, a picture one, yeah. round. Um, and uh, there was a pointless answer that none of the teams got. And they said, anyone in the audience know who that is? <sighs> Hand up, me, JC Chazes. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. I was like, I swear, I couldn't, I couldn't have had a better day. It was like, it was one of the best days of my life. That and I took pictures. Incredible. 
I love it so much. I record it all the time. I watch it. It's my go-to. Um, I even I'm a massive fan of Sean uh, Williamson. You know, yeah, him? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one of the Barry from Sanders. Barry from Sanders is statistically one of the best pointless players ever. Really? He's, yeah, I'm listening to his audiobook of his life right now, and there's a whole chapter dedicated to him being on pointless celebrities and just. It's just, it's like reading the footballer's book about like you know a match day or whatever. That has to be that has to be like a Venn diagram of things just Alison Spittle, <laughs> like like just. For you know, you. I I also learned a lot more about geography. It's making me take a bigger interest in my trivia mm. than before. I was just like I'm a trivia person, but now now with pointless, like I do. I genuinely am trying to get my career off the ground in England so I can get on Pointless Celebrities. <laughs> and I'm so scared because Richard Osman's book is doing so well. Do you yeah, know? Like, I know. Yeah, he might not. Do you know what I found as well? Because like, I hadn't hadn't actually watched Pointless in in, a, in probably a couple of years. Like, I mean, Pointless might be on. It's not necessarily one of like, my man likes a lot of like game shows, but there are always stuff like that could, uh, that is basically take a pub game, make it really big. <laughs> And yes. have Bradley Walsh host it. You know what I mean? And you know, uh, or you know, like it's like a little pachinko machine of like fucking discs falling down. Like, oh my ah! god, you know, or all shit. Or it's like you know, like I've said this before in a pod. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I walked in and my mom was watching like large, uh, you know, automatic, you know, beer mats being flipped. You know, <laughs> you know, and some and someone who's just left EastEnders hosting it. You know, um, but I forgot just how calming it is, and it's actually quite jarring at first watching Pointless because because. It is funny. There are mm-hmm. funny bits, but you're, they don't. No one laughs. People don't laugh. It's yes. kind of this. It's kind of like this when you walk into an Edinburgh show and you don't know if it's serious or if it's you know or if it's you know an actual proper comedy show that people aren't getting yet. You know. I totally get you. I also think like this because I love pointless so much that I genuinely not that I don't like the chase. But yeah. I, I do judge people who like the chase more than pointless. I do the think chase they're... is all it's all it's all fucking it's all it's all music, showbiz. it's all show. Uh pointless is just quick intros. Who are you? No mess and hundred people, hundred seconds, this is it, you know, yeah. and just straight, just pure it's it is pure, you know, it's like mainline brown trivia. <laughs> it really is. And yeah. like the other thing is like I know you know, you know, the whole Fanny Schmeller thing that's yeah. on the chase. And I'm like, the pointless wouldn't do that. No, they used never. to have a little thing where they, uh, they used to have their own, uh, what did they call it, Tony, when you have a sentence, a catchphrase. No. Yeah. Sorry. They used to have a catchphrase that's like, that's not bread, that's toast. I don't know where that's from, but I fucking <laughs> love it. Like, I was like, get that on a T-shirt and everything. Like, you know. I got a transcript here of, oh. of something Richard or- Osmond just said today. This is just an example of the sort of patter that you get on Pointless, okay? So, and actually, you can guess this one if you want. State or state capitals that do not feature a letter A. This was one of the, this is one mm-hmm. of the questions, right? Um, do you want to answer? Do I want to answer? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Uh, oh, okay, so I'm thinking... <laughs> you go for Central African Republic, Tuvalu, Vanuatu. They've all got A's in them. So no, this is like... sorry. This is a American state, or state, American state or state capitals that do not oh. have a letter A. Concord. Oh wow! It didn't even come up. Actually, it did as a pointless one. Oh! <laughs> it did. Yes! That's great. Yes. Straight away. Okay. Cool. That's so, my go-to state capital for like. That's you know, genius. For... Yeah. Someone said yeah. Boise. That was got a one. That wasn't even pointless. But um, this guy John, he says Illinois. And then uh, Richard Osmond goes, 
funny you say Illinois because Morton in Illinois, um, which also has no letter A, is the pumpkin capital of the world, and uh, pumpkin <laughs> also doesn't have an A either. Uh, so there's a lot going on there. <laughs> And then he said, and did you know 85% of the world's canned pumpkins come from Morton, Illinois? I'll never eat a canned pumpkin. I don't care if you're watching Morton. I don't care. You know, <laughs> not a fire. laugh. Not a laugh. No way. And they kept it in. And they kept it in, you know, and Armstrong didn't say it, you know. Oh, my God. I genuinely have to say it's about the audience are dry. Yeah. Like being in there, they were dry. I was like, why are you here? Yeah, you know, there's I, something so there's something so, but then you kind of get something very comforting of being like, you know, and they're not even trying to fish it out, being like, oh, okay, yeah, great, and they just move on, you know. Yes, it's like that was a joke. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like we've reached we've reached this kind of like AI kind of like you know uh, super intelligence now where humor doesn't exist because there's just too much trivia, you know. Quiet confidence or something in that. Yeah, they there have. is. There is. I I fucking love that. They're not being like Bradley Walsh. You know, roll it over his belly to be tickled. Not at all. Oh, that's exactly (laughs) exactly what he does. Now, can I ask you, is Osman daddy? To me? Yeah. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And and Alexander Armstrong. They're both my daddies. Both daddy, okay. Because, I mean, he pops up on TV and Terry's like, oh, daddy, you know, for Osman. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant, like, you know, uh, sorry. I thought you meant, like, my actual dad. (laughs) Which why wouldn't you? I ask, yes. are they daddy? <laughs> oh, do I find do I find them attractive? I don't, and that's not like uh, that's not in the hopes that I get on pointless sure. that yeah. I can. But like, uh, who do I, who do I like? That's on telly. Jesus, I well, I don't know what's wrong with me, but like, uh, uh, no, they're not my daddies. No, Jesus, fair. I wish. No, I'm sorry he, about he, this. He always pops up on one on like a weird crush kind of um kind of list. Does Osman? Yeah, anyone with glasses seems to be a weird crush for silly people. I know, and it's, it's like so... <laughs> I've been on, I've been on look I've been on a weird crush list. Have you? Know? you? I've been on weird. Yeah, I've well, there's someone's stories I saw once. <laughs> <laughs> how how did that like how did that make you feel? Like... I mean. Look, you know, flattered, you know, uh, you know, want to show Terry, like, look at that fucking shit. <laughs> Read that oh, fucking man. shit. You know? <laughs> look at, look at, I could go any day, Terry. Yeah. Could, there's a, there's the car <laughs> is being warmed up. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, I, I, oh, I've, I've had people like message me to say that they've had wanks over me, but they weren't like pleasant, you know. No, no that's like, not nice. No. <laughs> no. Just want to let you know, no. look, I haven't. I'm going to have a wank by you. Like, is that crazy? Is that corny? Yeah, I've seen that. Please answer. Please. <laughs> WB, WB. Yeah. So here's a bit of trivia for you from IMDb. Here's, here's two bits of trivia for you about Pointless. One, did you know the computer on Osmond's desk is literally pointless? It's a prop. I do. I do. He made a little joke about that in the audience, too. It's like, I mean, there's so much pointless trivia. And they, they market that. You know what I mean? There's books yeah. and all that stuff. So give me another one. Give me another one. Um, so during a music round, Richard Osman described 1980s band Echo and the Bunnymen as having been lost to history. Uh, and lead singer Ian McCulloch was a fan of Pointless, was watching, and he took offence, and he called <gasps> Osman a prick in an interview with <laughs> The Independent. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because yeah. they... Um, 
uh, when I was a massive fan of Morrissey back in the day, and there used to be like a Morrissey chat room that I used to go to as a teenager. Once again, Venn diagram. Yeah. And this man came in to try and troll us with like, I love Echo and the Bunny Men. But I knew that Echo and the Bunny Men did a song with the Spice Girls. So I kept going, yeah, I love them too. Especially that song they did with Spice Girls. And he didn't like that at all. <laughs> he left. So. No, Killing Moon or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Here's some of the dumbest answers that have been featured on Pointless, which I have to say, I, I was a bit disappointed with because I think I, I'm i just very dumb. <laughs> I, think I, I, think I, I think I could have been caught out with these. Um, there's an iconic one, which I'm sure you've seen, which is um, two young girls on. Um, they seem to be already having a bit of a, a, a tough time of it at the moment. Their body language is just Harris. arms crossed. Yeah, facing you each, each, each way. Um, countries with two consonants. Um, and one of the girls is like, uh, I don't know... Um, I can't think Paris. And then the other one just turns and just sulking. Just so, so upset. But the, the classic kind of like teams that you get in Pointless is there's always, I like being on Pointless is a lot like having a threesome, okay? Sure. You could, sure. there's always someone more enthusiastic to do this in the couple <laughs> than the other one. Do you know? The other one is playing along, trying to save the relationship, but you can see that. Yeah. There's more and more torment on the one that like like your man in that Louis Theroux. We're we're polyamorous. <laughs> yes. Poor guy. Um, poor guy. I know. Um, so like that is uh that that is the way I'm pointless is like uh, and that's why I respect John Williamson so much is that he's been paired with some clangers like back in the day yeah. and he's always won. Like if you are that good, you can pull through and point. So like literally sit out a, an entire question like to sit out you know you have to have that confidence in yourself and yeah. that other person that like you know yeah you, you, some people aren't gifted with uh with a friend that's as into pointless as you are so if you you're know? on pointless and they're like all right who wants to step up i mean are you going first does that you know depends on the depends on the like where where am i positioned sure. like so me and simon with the boyfriend like uh we watch pointless that much now that we will try and guess the percentage that the, wow. the answer goes down to and like it's there's no better feeling you honestly feel you honestly feel like you're psychic and you came at the same time <laughs> like it's just you know it's how i imagine derek encourage is like is to like god rest him <laughs> god rest him yeah <laughs> but that's how i imagine it is to get like a percentage right on pointless as well it's very good you know, I really didn't. I mean, when you said pointless, I was like, "That's that's great." I so wasn't anticipating you saying pointless, and I'm so glad that you did. But I, but like, I actually yeah. didn't realize that this is so true to the topic of this thing, which is this is pure geek. Like, you play pointless. You've been to pointless. You, yes. You you identify kind of in pointless. You you very much you so. you kind of like link. You know, a sense of a sense of worth <laughs> with a knowledge of trivia. You know, I um, totally do. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but what kind of geek kind of things? If there was, if you were say thirteen, fourteen, now, what okay. kind of shit do you think you would be geeking out hard on? Gosh, I'm very glad that Twitter didn't exist when I was thirteen or fourteen because I would be destroyed. Like, oh god. Like, yeah, the, the things like I'm not into them anymore. But the things that I did on behalf of Morrissey's honor, oh, like god. as a teenager, was a disgrace. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? I'd be. I'm looking back at me and I'm like, oh, gee, you're you're lucky, Alison, you dial up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're very lucky. Yeah. But um, uh, what what would I be into if I was 13 or 14 now? Like I found recently on TikTok that there's people 
there's people who are like dressing up in the kind of emo gear. They have the hair. Yes. They got the things. And their whole thing is like they they growl. They kind of like do this, this subculture of, of men who growl. And they do it. And like when and they're they talking. It, but like, no, they, they do it to be like, you know, you guys, there's been a lot of talk about wanting to hear my growl. Okay, guys, here it is, you know. But make sure you make sure you listen to this in private. Okay, you know. You know, and like, it's just kind of like these kind of hybrid, you know, uh, anthropomorphic furries who don't, you know, identify in furries. And I think I could, this is some sort of emo furry shit that I could have found myself. And I would have been like, I would have been on, you know, TikTok cringe, front page, front page of Reddit, TikTok cringe. <laughs> If if I had have had access to it in thirteen fourteen, I think. Yes, yes. I am. Um, I. It would depend on my geographic location. Like if I was thirteen or fourteen living in England, I think I'd be really into trains. Like I think. <laughs> <laughs> I I find myself now like my YouTube. Alg- I think you can judge a person by their YouTube algorithms sure. and stuff. Mine is. Um, I'm constantly watching this guy called Jeff who has this. Um, who has this uh, train? He has this um, blog where he's gone to every train station in the United Kingdom and Ireland, and it's called All the Trades. And I watch oh, it. I brief. now know different brands of trains and stuff. It's just, uh, and um, I, I just uh, yeah. Love, I, I literally, I get ASMR hearing someone talk so emphatically about something that they really like. Especially, it's incredible. If, especially if they can do it with like you know with 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 zero fat, being like, this is all you need to fucking know about trains. Yes, and it's like I think they are the truly most successful people in the world, yeah. and the most happy people in the world yeah. are people that can like fully go in on their on their hobbies. And like this man Jeff, not only has he fully gone in on his hobby, he's making a living off it now, and he's given a he's given a place. I didn't think I was that into trains before, but I find it incredibly relaxing. Mm. And he has a he has a female sidekick as well. Um, I think her name is Kate Kate Pipe or wow. something like that. Yeah. Sidekick. Well, I think they're partners. I think oh, they're, right. <laughs> yes, sorry. I mean. She comes out like you know, from like you know, being sawn in half, kind of like a big diamante kind of <laughs> dress. Yeah. And this is also a train. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I'd be into trains. I, I, I'm very bad on TikTok. I would like to think that if I was a teenager, I'd be able to get TikTok, but I can't. I'm a watcher. Do you know? I yeah, can't I figure out how you do the videos. I feel like you would have had, I feel like you probably would have done stuff like, you know, the Alison Spittle, like the Alison Spittle show or like the on location stuff. Like, I think you mm. would have been like, you know, 10 things that just make sense in Mullingar. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd be like, they're Nazis used to live in Athlone. Let's yeah. go see. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, when I was a teenager, I used to do a thing called TXing, which was the very geekiest thing ever. TXing? TXing is where you, um, you look for radio stations on the bandwidth. Like my granddad had this um, boom box with shortwave, medium wave and long wave. And I just blew, oh, it blew I my mind. That. I really got into it. So I would like listen to shortwave, which uh, interestingly is uh, away from very far away. Like I heard, um, I heard a, a show called The Voice of China, which is uh, an American propaganda radio service that, tells them about how communism is bad but also gives you traffic updates what like it's just and it's in english it's just incredible like there's incredible shit on on a 
I, I love why this is entire that, Why radio. is that so much better than going onto the internet and finding something? Why is uh, your mate having a walkie-talkie so much more? I'll give us a shot of that, even though we have phones. Like, what yeah. is it about this kind of the, 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 the one step down in technology that just is so fascinating? Well, to geek out now is a lot less effort than it was before. Like, mm. and I mean, and I don't mean it as a disrespect, but you can be into something and find your tribe on the internet very easily and also find specifically like you know um like with trains and stuff i don't think i would have ever had an interest in trains if i didn't go on youtube but with the with the tx and like if your wrist hurts and you're just not arsed searching again and again and again you might not find it and you're you're put your strain in your ear beside it and you're holding it and you're trying to get something and it's just i'm obsessed with um but pop master on bbc radio 2 which kind of interlinks my love of radio and my love of trivia. And the thing I do with my dad, and I want to say this, is like, uh, my dad will play a song and they'll go, name the song, name the song. Lovely. And then, yeah, and I'm very good at like, um, like, you know, knowing a song by the intro, just because of the competitive nature of me and my dad. And- I love that. That's my, that's my, that's my round. That's my round. And then I just stop talking. Um, yeah. You know. Or all the messages that I get off my dad, right? I, I wish I could show you. The wholesomeness of the WhatsApp that I get from my dad is either like he's eating a Greg sausage roll. He goes, naughty. Uh, because... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or he goes, have you listened to today's pop master? Yeah. And then I give him my score and he gives my his score. Oh, like, so we're still competing with each other. Yeah. Even though, even though uh, quite, quite violent anger. But... <laughs> 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 but also a love for trivia. <laughs> yeah. Alison, thank you so much. You are, I mean, you really are a pointless slash trivia super geek. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. I'd like, yeah, if, you, if you're ever playing pointless, like, and you're worried about geography rounds, Vanuatu, uh, Tuvalu, Central African Republic, you're sorted. There's all this kind of stuff. <laughs> really? There's these little shortcuts. You'd be grand, like, you know, if you're ever playing pointless or anything like that. I, I, I also, in Edinburgh, uh, when I was really poor, I used to make money for drink by going on the pointless um, pub game thing. Oh, really? Because it gives out money and I would destroy it. And then I'd wait a few days and wait for the cash thing to go back up again. And go back. <laughs> I would just absolutely mace it. Like, it, felt, it felt like, yeah, that's, that's the, I felt powerful then. Getting shit reviews, but destroying it and pointless. <laughs> <laughs> you should see me at the bar machine. Um... Yes. Alison, that's great. Thank you so much. Where can people find you and what you're working on at the moment? Uh, oh, I got a podcast with Fern Brady called Wheel of Misfortune. You can find that on uh, Tony. You were a fucking great guest on that, by the way. Thank you so much. Like they still time. talk about you. Do you know? Do not do that for a lot of guests. I was chuffed, and when I and when I got an, a letter with my little, uh, you know, from from the BBC for being a, con- <laughs> a contributor, I was like, wow, this is I made it. Like I literally like thought about framing it. <laughs> And then I'm like, no, I don't want people to see that. I know, I know, yeah, because if people come in, to be like, he's very into England. Like, it would be like a picture of the Queen or something yeah. like that. See that? Like, you know, the office. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're one and the same. Um, yeah, it's a great so podcast. Like, uh, you can see that, and uh, I think that's it, really. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and I'm gigging over here. Oh, i got two gigs in, our, 
in Ireland, one in Limerick and one in uh, Spirit Store in Dundalk in like October. And I think I'm doing a gig in uh, Dublin at that time as well, but I don't know when it is or whatever. But, Brilliant. Uh, so find yeah. you on the social and you can get all those details and tour dates. It's mad how when we talk, we always end up talking about paedophiles. Like we just need yeah. to get out of us. So, yeah. start. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I think I bring it up. I think I know you will. Yeah, I know. It. We might as well in a... In a form, you yeah. know, instead of it coming out of one of us going, pedophiles. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah. I know, it was so lovely chatting to you, Tony. Thank thanks, you so thanks, much. Alison. Thanks, Alison. And so best much. of luck with this podcast. It's thank you be very great. much. Yeah, it's good fun. I would like to thank again my guest, Alison Spittle, for being my debut guest on Geek Hole on the Tony Cantwell Shit Show. I'll find a better way of uh, titling this uh, in the future um, but thank you very much and um, do check out all of her stuff online at Alison Spittle uh, do listen to our podcast Wheel of Misfortune with Fern Brady that she's, she does every week uh, and if you want again an entry level episode I was on an episode called School about uh, school and I told the story about how uh, I entered a, a bike race and won um, but all is to be re- revealed if you listen to the episode I would also like to thank the sponsor of this week's pod the Dubliner Irish Whiskey do check out the DLD.com do check out some fabulous smoked stout beer cask edition less than 2,000 balls you can get over there um, add a hint of smokiness without putting your glass of drink in a fucking bell jar um, over on the DLD.com and if you would like to hear more of me shiting on um, usually for the most part without a guest uh, you can do so over on the Patreon uh, I upload an episode every single week over on the Patreon there's an extra episode every single week every single Friday uh, where recently I talked about how to be happy <laughs> I talked about how you can be happy uh, because I was in a fucking foul mood and I went online with some tips and I found myself in a much better mood and it's actually a very funny episode um, uh, as well I, I talk about what an average day of the life uh, of a child in 1997 was like down to the down to the TV you were watching, down to the games you were playing, down to what was in the news, who was winning in wrestling. I'm all talking about 1997. If you would like a trip down memory lane, do check that out over on the Patreon. So look, if you're in the position where you know you could pay the price of a pint a month, and if you would like more podcasts, you can listen to them over on the Patreon. But look, if I don't see you over there, I'll see you here next week on the Tony Cantwell Shit Show. I'm going to stop saying my name right now. It's Tony Cantwell.